Hi guys, welcome to The Greatest Sin. This is a podcast all about foreign intervention in Iran and how it has shaped for the worse Iranian history over the past century. Uh, my name is Seamus Malagafsali. And I am Kayvon Shafi. Uh, we're two hosts. We study Iranian politics you know, a great deal. Um, Kayvon, uh, What's, what's your background here? What makes you qualified to talk about foreign intervention in Iran? Well, I don't know if I am qualified to talk about foreign intervention in Iran, but, uh, you know, 2020 has turned all of us into podcasters. Um, so I guess it seemed appropriate for us to give this a shot. But um, I also was born in Iran and I lived there until I was 17. Um, then I moved to the United States and I have been following... Iranian politics closely for some time, and in addition to doing a PhD in philosophy, I have been writing about sanctions quite a lot in recent months, uh, in particular as sanctions have become an important topic of discussion in the Trump era. So I guess uh, I have some insights into some issues concerning Iran, but you know, maybe not. We'll find out. All right. Um... I myself, at least, I was not born uh, in Iran. Uh, however, my father is Iran and my grandfather before him. Um, I had a lifelong interest in Middle Eastern affairs. Um, I started writing professionally about it back in uh, 2017, which admittedly is not a very long time, but as a 21-year-old man, <laughs> kind of a big chunk of my life. Um, I've written about the Syrian civil war. I've written about uh, Iranian presidential politics because there's an election upcoming uh, next year. Um, Which we will cover. Which, yes, yes, we will cover as the podcast uh, is released because we're going to be releasing most of the episodes in January and the election, I want to say, has been set for June of this year. So it's coming up very quickly. Um, Yeah, obviously, as you said... Recent events have pushed us to kind of, I don't even know what to, t- what to really say about that. It's become a bit more relevant than I think most other years, uh, right. would you say? Yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean, I think, you know, Iran has always been a sort of important talking point uh, among American politicians going back to, God, the 1950s. Um, But in the last decade, I think in particular, um, we have been hearing a lot about Iran, um, both because of the nuclear deal that Obama brokered with 
the Iranian government and the fact that Trump withdrew unilaterally from that deal and reimposed sanctions on the country. And there's a lot of discussion these days about whether the incoming Biden administration will be returning to that deal. So we think it's a topic that is worth sort of situating in the history of the relations between Iran and the United States and how that history has brought us to the present moment. Yeah, at least from my end, uh, alongside that, there seems to be a lot of discussion about Iran, obviously, from people both well-meaning and not. But the issue is, is that purposefully, in many respects, a lot of Iran's history has been erased from the discussion. Um, lots of topics not discussed. And what topics that haven't been purposefully removed from the narrative, they exist for the most part in English, uh, not sorry, not English language, in Farsi, um, maybe sometimes in German or in French, because that's where a lot of dissidents went after the revolution. Uh, it's really just... Even for a person who wants to learn about Iranian history, about Iranian politics, those paths are close to you unless you know you, you are willing to learn an entirely new language just to study them. And for the casual you know, news viewer, that really is not an option unless you want to dedicate your life to something. Right. So, and also, even, yeah. even if you are a Farsi speaker, I think um, you, know, you can be informationally overwhelmed. Um, because understanding the last hundred years of Iran, um, and there's so much there to explore, can sometimes take you back to, you know, the 16th, 17th, 18th century um, political history. And so, you know, I think for Farsi speakers as well as English speakers, you can get overwhelmed when you try to make sense of what's happening. So the purpose of this is, I mean, not not to toot our own horns a little bit, it's supposed to be just a public service, completely free. Um, we're making this on a relatively shoestring budget. Um, no episodes are going to be locked behind any paywalls, no delays. They'll all be out uh, on SoundCloud and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts when we can get them out there. Uh, the plan is this episode will go up uh, at the very end of this month, uh, so in about two or so days from this recording, and then the other episodes will come out uh, in January, we're planning, we might change the number just in case something works out in editing differently. But right now, just nine to 10 episodes. Uh, Kayvon mentioned that a lot of the information regarding the current Iranian political situation, I mean, you have to go back to the 16th, 17th centuries, but just for the purposes of clarity, we are going to start with the, the beginning of the 1900s um, and then move from there just for clarity's purpose, but we will explain and give context to things that maybe uh, aren't brought up in that respect. Um, and for the sake of our own sanity. Yes, yes. Um, but just so people are listening to this and maybe think that this is a bit, I, I guess, too stripped back, uh, this is an episode that we are just putting out there as quickly as we can to give a potential audience just an idea of what this will be about and will comprise of. Um, no, no background music, no sound effects, no gimmicks. Um, but in the next episodes, there will be, <laughs> sorry to say, there will be some production value, I we assure you. We will be adding a lot of Persian dance music. Yes, to there, the there, will be, there will be an actual soundtrack to it. It will be, it will not just be us two yapping over complete silence. There will be some storytelling inside with it. But this one, 
just to give you a general idea. If you like, if you like the idea, if it sounds good to you, if it sounds intriguing, if it sounds interesting, then you can continue with it. If it doesn't, then you could just ditch it. You don't need to wade through, you know, 20 minutes of the first episode to really decide if you want to do it. You could just get out of the way now. Right, right. Um, I, I would suggest that people stick with us for one more episode to decide whether this is something that appeals to them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as, as Seamus said, uh, this is... Um, this is totally free. Of course, we will have a website at some point in the future, maybe for the pod. And, you know, uh, we don't want to discourage um, people who want to maybe potentially support this work. Um, so we'll give our listeners an option to donate. Um, but all of our episodes will be released on um, uh, the Internet. We I mean, we were approaching this uh, uh, sort of, um, you know, in a in a semi-disorganized way we have um kind of been talking about this for a while but we're planning as we go along um and we'll release all the episodes for free um in the coming month or two um you know of course the timeline might shift just given the vagaries of the world uh but yeah i guess Seamus, we should talk about what we are going to cover in the course of 10 or so episodes. Sure. And um, on top of that, I think it might be good to uh, explain the name a little bit. Ah, yes. We haven't even done that yet. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so obviously, I think a lot of people are familiar with Mohammed Mossadegh and uh, what he did. And the name... And if not, we will familiarize you with Oh, him. yeah. We, we are going to spend episodes talking about him, obviously. But just to be clear... Because um, there was there was some confusion when we first announced this. This will not be in a, a series only about Mossadegh. Uh, we will have episodes about him, the coup, uh, all these different things. However, it will not solely be about it. However, Mossadegh, his sacrifice, uh, what was done to him, is probably the most obvious and visible example of the terrible effects that foreign intervention has done to Iran. And that's what we wanted to focus on. Uh, the title itself, uh, The Greatest Sin, uh, refers to a part of the speech, a very, very long speech that Mossadegh made in front of the uh, kangaroo court that convicted him of treason. Uh, I'll read the full quote here. Yes, my sin, my greater sin, and even my greatest sin is that I nationalize Iran's oil industry and discarded the system of political and economic exploitation by the world's greatest empire. This, at the cost to myself, my family, and at the risk of losing my life, my honor, and my property. With God's blessing and the will of the people, I fought this savage and dreadful system of international espionage and colonialism. I am well aware that my fate must serve as an example in the future throughout the Middle East in breaking the chains of slavery and servitude to colonial interests. Goddamn. Pretty much sums it up right there in a tight little bow, uh, what we're talking about here. Um, but of course, Mossadegh, the things, the, the machinations that, that set forth his fate didn't just come out of a vacuum in the 1950s. They started with... Um, the 1906 Constitutional Revolution, which we're going to cover first off. Um, if you're not familiar, 
with the Constitutional Revolution. Don't worry. Uh, a whole lot of people are not, including a lot of Iranians. That's why I want to cover it. Um, it's incredibly important to the development of the constitutional monarchy in Iran. What came after it, uh, the pushing and pulling of parliamentary versus monarchical power. Uh, it didn't start in the 50s. It, of course, started in the early 1900s. You want to cover that. Uh, after that, of course, the rise of the Pahlavis, um, his installation of um, Reza Shah. And one thing that we really want to cover um, really properly is the Anglo-Soviet invasion, the occupation, and the creation of the Soviet satellite states in Kurdistan and Azerbaijan. Um, a lot of people, again, a lot of people do not know about this specific event, um, even though it, it should really be noted in this that we're not going to just cover uh, American foreign intervention, not not just British foreign intervention with BP and such, uh, Russian foreign intervention um, from the Soviet Union as well. Uh, that's an extremely important part of this. Um, from 1906, during the Russian Empire, they were involved um, in the 40s when the Soviets invaded and they refused to pull out. They were involved then. Uh, during the Iran-Iraq War, the Soviet Union was involved against Iran, working with Iraq. Um, a part of the bigger picture, uh, I think, is that we want to approach this with a focused eye on the leftist history within Iran. Not in the sense that we're claiming that uh, the communists were going to take over in Iran at some point, but they were their hopes were dashed by the dastardly British. That's not that's not the case. That was a lot. That was the lie that was perpetrated by the British to justify the coup. What is important is that that fear, that overwhelming fear, was what has driven a lot of Iranian politics. It was what drove the first Iranian president to um, be impeached by Khomeini. Um, it was what drove the uh, the coup in 1953. Uh, it's what drove the uh, Iranians to push out the Soviets. Uh, it's what drove the purges in 84 and 88. It, it, that fear matters a lot. And there was an intentional removal of that by the Islamic Republic, by the Shah's government, of these elements, of their history. And it's important to bring them back to the front, not in a sense of blind support or revisionism or apologia, but just because it's important to talk about them. And when you remove those elements from the history, it becomes difficult to see motivations. It becomes difficult to understand why things were done. Right. And the leftist perspective is also presently missing from a lot of discussions about Iran. And that's something that we will, of course, talk about in our, uh, in our later episodes. But the discourse surrounding Iran is generally very noisy and very confused in a lot of ways and on a lot of different levels, um, both within the Iranian community, the expat community uh, outside of Iran, and also among Americans and Europeans or non-Iranians, people who have an interest in following Iranian politics. And I think our perspective, hopefully, will clarify uh, some of that confusion. And, of course, we will rely on, on the research and writing of others to carry out that work. Um, but there is generally a lot of confusion in, in the discussion about Iran or discussions about Iran. And, and I think part of that can be explained 
by the fact that leftists are often absent from these conversations. And where leftists are in those conversations, they're oftentimes, strangely, um, they're paid by shadowy foreign figures um, whose funding is on, or, or they openly write for publications that are paid for by Saudi royals or uh, Israeli uh, tycoons. Um, but we will also talk about that strange web. You know, we should emphasize that. We have no ties to anyone. None. Like, really want to emphasize that. I would like to be paid by somebody. Believe yes, me. If you'd like to pay us, you can get in touch with us. Um, we will, again, have an email and a website and all that. Just drop us a note. Say you're willing to pay us to promote propaganda on your behalf. And we, we will relinquish all principles um, to do that for you. Of course. In any case, uh, past the rise of the Pahlavis, um, we will emphasize, you know, the emphasis, we will cover the 1953 coup in as great a detail as we possibly can. Um, we know that a lot of uh, listeners will want to hear about that event specifically. Um, we have interviews lined up for that, uh, as well as almost all the topics um, we have. There are fantastic people that we do have uh, interviews lined up, experts on uh, the history of leftism in Iran, history of the reformist movement. Um, really great to have them. Won't reveal names just yet, but believe me, they are on the way. Uh, after that, we will talk about the 1970 revolution. Obviously, um, one thing within the leftist history perspective uh, that we want to cover, we will put emphasis on the history of the MEK, um, mainly because when I, I mean, I write about the MEK, at least myself, a great deal. Um, I think a lot of people are surprised to hear that such a Washingtonian cult with no ideology was once an Islamic Marxist organization, uh, explaining who they were before, how they got to be moderately popular, how they got affiliated with the first Iranian president, and how it all came crashing down for them and how they turned into a Saddamist uh, rebel group. I mean, on the whole of it. And then later, cult. I mean, that that alone, you could create a whole podcast around that. But that alone, it's 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 both fascinating and incredibly integral uh, to the current development of Iran. So we want to talk about that in the context of the revolution, and then pass that into the Iran-Iraq War, which we will devote uh, multiple episodes to. Um, how it started, uh, how it was prolonged, uh, what are the after effects of it? Um, after that. Um, we're going to mostly cover internal Iranian politics and those developments and their relationship with America, uh, Britain, other other European countries. Um, just so that there's no confusion, um, we're not, we will reference the Syrian civil war, um, Iranian relations with Lebanon and Iraq post the Iran-Iraq war. Um, but this is not a Syrian civil war podcast. It's not a Lebanese civil war podcast. This is not an Iraqi civil war podcast. This is, we're going to talk about them where the context, the context is relevant, but this will not be, uh, you know, going line by line, the events of these, there, there's really just not the time for it. Um, but in talking about that, we want to make it clear that this is going to be an, a pretty even handed discussion of events, not in that, we're going to give equal time to everyone's viewpoints on a certain subject that they all have value, but in the sense that we're not going to cover up 
uh, things about certain peoples that um, might be uh, negative or might be embarrassing. Um, we will talk about everybody fairly and um, talk about things that you might not know. Uh, just want to make that uh, clear just going forward. So we are going to talk about Ahmadinejad. We're going to talk about the 2009 election and the fall from that. Um, and then afterward, um, we are going to talk about, even though it is fairly recent, because the anniversary is coming up very quickly, uh, we are going to talk about Qasem Soleimani uh, and the Persian Gulf crisis that's come out of that, um, though the script for that is going to be kind of loose because obviously with Trump leaving office in, I mean, less than a month now from this recording, um, things could go really either way on that at the moment. Yeah, and uh, I suppose we are devoting a final episode to talking about uh, some of the themes that I just briefly alluded to, um, discussions of Iran in um, Western media, um, the various actors um, who are very present in that scene, and the ways in which some of them, maybe unwittingly, but... um, I am somewhat sinister, um, have confused the discourse and the debate about Iran um, and partially because of their affiliations to um, governments of Middle Eastern countries that are adversaries of Iran or do not want the Iranian regime to survive into the near future. So we will cover a wide range of topics. And of course, as Seamus was saying, it's hard to write a script that can anticipate everything that will be happening in the next few months. So we will try to keep the format um, relatively conversational. And of course, we will have guests. um, But we will try to offer a sort of um, 10-episode long possibly a few more episodes here and there if uh, there are more topics to cover a 10 episode long um, history lesson or recapitulation of the last hundred years of Iranian history that will sort of make clear hopefully to our listeners um, why we have arrived at this strange moment in time um, where um, Americans um, and Iranians, or at least the governments of, of Iran and the United States, uh, don't seem to get along as, as well as one would like. Um, and I think that history will really elucidate uh, some, some, mere, some, some important uh, points of tension in, in this very fraught history between the two countries. Uh, just to be clear as well, um, normally episodes will not be as short as this one is going to be. Um, the episodes will be around the hour mark as we have a lot to cover, but just for this specific episode, as it's a prologue, as it's an introduction, as it's a very basic overview of what we're going to do, uh, it's going to be shorter than usual. So don't worry about, uh, getting your money's worth here. Right. I mean, you know, you are going to get your money's worth because you're not giving us money. Um, unless of course you want to give us money. Um, please, please do, you know, It'll, it'll be up there if you want. Yeah, just let us know. Um, again, we we don't have principles. We'll do whatever you want. We'll dance to whatever tune you need us to. Absolutely. In any case, uh, I believe 
that's it for us here on this prologue here. Uh, the the first episode we are planning to have out in mid-January, I believe, and then a new episode will be out every week after that. God willing. Uh, God willing. Um, we have a schedule in place just to make sure there are no delays uh, in between to have stuff already lined up out of the gate. Um, and hopefully this will, this will be a winner. Uh, in any case, uh, hope all the listeners to this stick around for the rest of the ride. My name is uh, Seamus Malagafsali. And I'm Kayvon Shafi. Welcome to the greatest show. Bye-bye.